The rumor we heard was that patients arrived with hand-drawn maps, or hospital marked like treasure. The stately Nigerian lady who responded, yes, doctor, to everything, metastatic breast cancer. The boy with the black curly hair wearing red Converse All-Stars and a Judas Priest t-shirt that screamed Mexico City, acute lymphocytic leukemia. The grandmother with the sari snagged in the guardrails, chest pain, real chest pain, might need bypass. We stood at these patients' bedsides. We wrote down their histories. We said we were sorry for examining them with cold hands. We ordered blood tests, interpreted EKGs, scrolled through their CAT scans. We input diagnoses. We weren't just doctors. Among us were nurses, social workers, x-ray techs, the people who rode up and down the hallways in the middle of the night waxing the floors. Some of us wore white coats with frayed sleeves and busted pockets, others tight-fitting scrubs embroidered with our names. In our bad moments, we became tribal. We weren't we. We were ortho, medicine, plastics, the 4A nurses. We only covered the unit. More often, though, the needs of our patients were so damn immediate, we found a way to work as one. We ran blood transfusions, heparin drips, a morphine pump when Norco didn't touch the pain. When COVID came, we gave oxygen together, one of us twisting the knob on the valve while the other inserted those tiny prongs into flared nostrils. We consulted one another when things looked dicey, surgery if we found boils, ID for antibiotics, and if anything looked remotely like a seizure, a twitch, a rolling of the eyes, we paged neurology overhead. If transportation was swamped, we wheeled them ourselves to MRI, to special procedures, to the cath lab, even the ICU. How downtrodden we looked when we did this, like beaten dogs. We figured out ways to make things work. Not enough money for your meds? We googled the $4 list at Walmart. Muscles too weak? We dug up a refurbished walker from the basement. Dying and homeless and alone? We called in a favor from the hospice that used to be a Tudor-style home. And when our work was done, once we could envision someone not dying within 24 hours of our discharge order, once the first chemo had gone in, once we could be sure their chief complaint was addressed, the thought still lingered in our minds. What brought them here? What are their stories? Bentob Hospital the largest safety net hospital in one of America's most diverse cities. We are Heathrow if you replace the Emirates and the Virgin Atlantic Plains with Greyhound buses. There are no atriums with pianists here playing Here Comes the Sun to welcome you. No soothing sounds of running water from hidden speakers or gasp from an actual indoor waterfall. There is no Starbucks. Our cafeteria serves some form of barbecue most days for lunch and packaged salads topped with egg or chicken strips. That's unless you prefer the full-menu McDonald's located inside the hospital that's open 23 hours a day. We do have a gift shop, though it looks more like a convenience store, heavily stocked with greeting cards. Not the pun-filled ones. Rather, the kind that get the point across. Condolences. Available in Spanish, too. If you type Ben Taub into Google Maps, you'll find it cramped between the Houston Zoo and the 30 other institutions that make up the Texas Medical Center the largest concentration of medical facilities in the world. Some of the field's most important innovations took place in this medical metropolis. The first successful bypass, the first artificial heart transplant, the first beatless artificial heart. Imagine that, no lub-dub, just a constant whirring. The first silicone breast implant, 
one of the first civilian helicopter ambulances, the Bubble Boy, all here. Not that the patients at Ben Taub know this. Some may have heard that MD Anderson is rated top in the country in cancer care, or that at Houston Methodist you might find yourself fortunate enough to have a robot operate on your prostate. The TV adds air in Spanish, too. It's possible that at night, our patients look out their windows and behold the sparkle of so many new glass buildings, some of them named after billionaire sheiks who sell the oil that becomes their gas. More likely, they're looking out in the direction of the zoo, toward the parking garage and bus stop, wondering how they'll get home. Ben Taub is Houston's largest hospital for the poor, many working, some not, who cannot afford medical care. That is, after all, the definition of a safety net hospital, one that serves society's most medically and financially vulnerable. 